Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Because the life-giving message I am about to hear will change what I do in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, speak to us. We've already told you we're open and ready. So now, God, this makes preaching easy. I decrease, sir, that you would increase in me. Say exactly what you want to say. Speak exactly what you want to speak. And God, do it with authority. Why? We don't have time to play games. We were born for the time we were needed most. And that's right now. And we weren't sent just to pay bills and tie. We weren't sent to just have babies and tie. But we were sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. You made us history makers tonight. And we thank you that that's exactly what we are going to do. That's exactly what we're going to do in our bloodline, in our community, in our family, in our city, in our region, in our nation, in this world. I'm a history maker. What do you say? Say it. Have a seat. Let's go. That's good to me. That's good to me. Let's go. So, y'all, our series is reality TV. Say reality TV. We're using reality TV shows, and if you're just coming in online, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. We're using reality TV shows to teach biblical principles. Sundays, if you remember, was botched, and that show follows two doctors that fixed botched plastic surgeries. If you look on the screen, there were three examples of these botched plastic surgeries, and we looked at them, and I told you the one at the bottom does not look like the first. Before and after do not even look like the same person. And there's a principle there that when, you, when things are botched, you don't end up looking the way you should look. When God is giving instructions and you botch the instructions, the way it's supposed to look is not the way it comes out. And for some of you, watch me, you have been the person on the left. Your finances have been the ones on the left. Your family has been the family on the left. Your marriage has been the one on the left. Your self-esteem has been the one on the left. But I speak life into you to declare that you're about to be the after. What does that mean? My, it won't be botched anymore. Open up your mouth. Say, it won't be botched anymore. It won't. 
Now, now listen, botched, it means to ruin through two things, through clumsiness or ineptitude. The doctors that obviously did those surgeries either did not know what they were doing, watch me, or thought too highly of what they were doing. And you have to be careful because sometimes you botch instructions because you get arrogant and prideful because you do not prepare because you think you know everything. And I'm so glad that you're sitting next to somebody that is a person of excellence. Let's talk. I'm so glad you're streaming next to somebody that's a person of excellence. What does that mean? I will not walk in pride thinking that I do not have to prepare. I will prepare because I realize that when preparation and opportunity meet, something's about to happen. And for some of you, you felt like you've been getting ready for years. Can I tell you that's because the opportunity that's about to come is going to be one that only comes around every decade. The opportunity that's about to come around is not going to be something that everybody gets to experience. It's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And God has been getting you ready for years. You've been saying, what's taking so long? He said, I'm getting you ready. I'm getting you ready. I'm getting you ready. Because when this thing drops, baby, it's about to blow your mind. Open up your mouth. Say, it's going to blow my mind. It's going to. So watch this, so watch this. Uh, it botch means to ruin through clumsiness or ineptitude. Watch me. We looked at this, uh, that God is speaking. Say, he is speaking. I taught you the several ways that God does speak. His primary ways are of logos and rhema. But we often botch the things that God says. We botch his instructions. We, we ruin his instructions through being clumsy or through being inept. There's two primary ways that God speaks, and we have to be careful we don't botch the easy ones. So many times you want God to speak to you in a dream, but you won't even read your Bible. You want him to speak to you in a burning bush, but you won't listen to a message. Yo. You want him to flick the lights and make it lightning and thunder. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. But, but God says you are botching the basics. And for years, your bloodline has been guilty of that. But they botch the basics. They want to be so deep, but they don't do the simple things. They want to be so spiritual, but they don't do the basics. But then you were born. And when you were born, God says, I got somebody I can trust now. I got somebody I can put my faith into now. I got somebody that watched me. I had to skip over several generations just to get to them. But when I got to them, I found the Joseph in the bloodline. That's why you've always felt like the black sheep. Why? Because God marked you years ago. And God says, you ain't going to be like the rest of them. You're not going to perpetuate the mess like the rest of them. You're the line crosser. You're the history maker. You're the bounty breaker. Open up your mouth and say, I'm that one. This is why your life has always been more difficult than everybody else's. Your circumstances have always been more challenging than everybody else's. You have always struggled with things that other people never seem to struggle with. It's because you were always called to do what other people were never called to do. Do not compare your trials to the trials of people who aren't called to triumph. Your stuff has always been more difficult, David, because you were never a little boy. <laughs> Your stuff has always been more difficult because you were never a little girl. You were always more than even what you saw yourself as. And sometimes you looked at your trouble and said, why is all of this coming against me? It's because your trouble peeked into your future and saw that you were much bigger than you are now. Let me tell you, you're bigger than your zip code. Come on. You're bigger than the city you in. We're bigger than the building we're in. You're bigger than the degree you have. You're bigger than the label people have put on you. Open your mouth and say, I'm bigger than that. I'm so, 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 so God gives us these two basics, logos and rhema. Logos is his voice in a verse. It's the word. 
I like logos because it's like Legos. It's the Bible. It's the word. It's the word. But then rhema, watch me, rhema means what he's saying now based on what he said then. Every time you come to church, you're getting rhema. Hear me, Harvest. Hear my heart as your pastor. I do not look at some other preacher and say, ooh, I'm going to preach that. I don't go get preaching manuals out of the family Christian bookstore because they sell them. I, I don't look at somebody else's live and, and say, look, I got too much stuff going on. I don't have time to look at no lives. I look at somebody else's live and say, ooh, I'm going to preach that. No. I say, God, what is it you want to speak to the people that I'm called to lead? Because I'm not responsible for anybody else except who I'm called to lead. And I'm not responsible to be another man of God. I'm only responsible for being Bishop Kevin Foreman. I like him. I love him. I love what he's called to do. I'm not in competition with anybody else. Why is that important? You need to know every time your pastor takes this mic, you're about to get a frame of word from God. Because I don't have time to play games. I don't have time to play church politics. I ain't got time for that because there's too many people dying. Come on, yo. There's too many people that are committing suicide. There's too many lives that are at stake to play games. Rhema is what he's saying now from what he said then. This is where you come to church. You're getting Rhema now. You get Rhema on Sunday. You get Rhema on Monday. This is why some of you be like, oh, my God. Like, I was just talking about that. Holy Ghost. Oh, my God, it's like Bishop has cameras in my house. Holy Ghost! Let me teach you something. I got the ghost, not the guest. And the ghost will come up all in your business and be all up in your house. And then he'll run up here and say, now, son, I need you to say A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And you'll be thinking, did you say something to Bishop? Baby, we ain't got time to talk like that. That's the Lord that's speaking to you. Watch me. Here's why you need to be excited. He loves you so much, he will customize a message for thousands, and he'll customize it for it. Open your mouth and say, he loves me, 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 he loves me. Matthew 24, 35 says this, heaven and earth will pass away, which means all this will be over, but these two things will remain, his rhema and his logos. He says, what I said will always remain. And what I am saying now, based on what I said then, it will not pass away. Dreams will pass away. Uh-oh, got quiet. Because dreams are one of the ways that he can't speak. Dreams will pass away. Okay? Watch me. Watch me. Pro there'll be no need to prophesy at a certain point. Watch me. All these other methods of speaking will pass away. The two that are never going anywhere, the two that you can count on all day, 24-7, the two that are like a, you know, 7-Eleven, they open 24 7 Your 7-Eleven, too, are his logos and his rhema. God says, that's why I give you a man of God, so that every time you turn it on, even if it's from 2008 when I was big juicy, you still be like, God, dog, how is that word speaking to me? Because God says, this will never pass away. But what we do... <laughs> is we botch the instructions. God is like ABC, and you're like zebra cheeseburger steak. Because what we do is we will interpret instead of obey. It's quiet on this Wednesday. So the word was like, hey, I'm going to need you to run me my money. I'm going to need you to run me my 10% and above that. We interpret, well, Lord, you know I got this going on. So you could mean all of it today. <laughs> and when you interpret it, here's what happens. You botch it. 
So now, go back to my pictures. So now, so now, instead of looking like the person on the right, we trying to figure out what's. Watch, watch me. Watch, watch me. Like, look, maybe the picture just doesn't show it. But over here, I don't even see no eyebrows. Now, give me the angle. Give me the angle. Uh, and you see something. Something will always be missing when you botch the instructions. And you'll say, God, it's you. And God will say, no, it's you. He says, forgive those that have hurt you. That's what he said. Now, here's what we interpret it to mean. When you are ready, after you feel like they've suffered enough and they're going through hell, at that point, think about forgiving them. Can we be honest? See, see, see y'all doing this. Okay, don't do this Denver thing with me. Come on, let's be honest. Online, wait, wait, wait. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. How many of you, you like, God, I can't do it now. Because it looks like you're blessing them. And I'm confused because they're the ones that hurt me. But you didn't hurt them. Could it be that he's allowing them to watch me look blessed just to see if you're going to obey the instructions or box the instructions? Could it be that he's held back judgment from them until your heart is right? Say, I will not botch the instructions. I will not. I will not botch the instructions. He speaks, but we botch the instructions. And we looked at the ways we do that through clumsiness. Uh, that's being careless in one's movement. Proverbs 3 and 6 says this. And all your ways or all your movements acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So what does it mean to get clumsy in your movements? See, in all your ways, your movements acknowledge him. Here's what it means. Yada. Worship with an extended hand to give permission to lead, which means submission. Which means, here's where submission begins. Submission begins where agreement ends. You're not submitting when you're doing what you want to do. You're submitting when the truth is, I don't want to. See, the truth, let's, can we have some honest conversation? Here's submission. God, I want to cuss them seven ways from Sunday. That's what I want to do. Matter of fact, I got new words that I Googled to say. Y'all are being too religious. But he said, but he said, speak to one another in spiritual songs and speak life and edifying stuff. So submission says, God, you know what I want to do. You know what I want to say. You know how I want to say it. You all up in here right now but I submit and I will be silent. I will be silent. I won't say nothing. I won't pop my neck so obviously. Come on, because some of y'all, look, look, I'll put my Vaseline back in my purse because some of you ladies were Vaseline carriers. I could Look at them, look at them, Vaseline carriers. I will quit opening my glove box. Yeah. All right. Say submission. All right, and I showed you on Sunday. I said, come here, sweetheart. Come here, sweetheart. Come here, sweetheart. Come here, sweetheart. You was ready, though, huh? Come here. All right, here we go. Come here, sweetheart. 
This is, this, I showed you this on Sunday. So this is, so pretend in this analogy, I'm the Lord, and, and this is you, in this analogy, okay? What does the Bible says? In all your ways, acknowledge him. Stop. You want him to acknowledge you. You don't see what I'm going through, and God says, that's not how this works. In all your ways, you acknowledge him. So, so here's what that means. God says, I have open I have open hands. Now, you see how she automatically went there? Because that's the posture of submission. I don't need you to tell me to do what I know to do. Submission says, if you move, I'm moving. It means to extend your hand. So this time, don't do it. So God says, I've got extended hand. My hand is my logos and my rhema. I've extended my hand to you. And it's your job to yada, respond with Watch me, extended hand to give permission to leave. I feel so distant from God. He's not moving. You have to. <laughs> extended hand. Say, I have to extend my hand. What does that mean? I have to get uncomfortable sometimes to follow his logos and his rhema. If you're trying to do this in the comfort zone, it is not going to work for you. I need you to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Up, worship break. Let's worship God for three seconds that we're going to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Comfortable being uncomfortable. Comfortable being uncomfortable. It's not what I want, but it's what you want. So God says, I'm going to extend my hand. Don't, don't reach it out. I'm going to extend my hand. And, God, and watch me. Parents, when you do this, if you have a child, what's your expectation? That they know what it means. You better take my hand, and I'm not going to tell you to take it. In fact, if I keep it out here long enough, and I don't feel your hand, you don't see my hand? Oh, you think you're grown. But since you're so grown and have some grown, you can go get you some grown money and eat you some grown McDonald's yourself. So grown, get your grown ice cream yourself. Because we got food at the house. <laughs> That's me. To give permission to leave. You responding, you responding is saying, I give you permission. God isn't going to force you, He's a gentleman. So he says, if you don't want to do what I'm saying to do, that's on you. But don't be mad when your face, so my face is, don't be mad when your, don't be mad when your marriage got extras growing on it. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Don't be mad that it's a deformity and it's three and four and five of y'all up in that relationship. Don't be mad that you're not having growth, but you should have growth because you fight the instructions. In all your ways, acknowledge me in every movement you make. So what does that mean? I don't just do what I want to do. In every move, I acknowledge him. What does this mean? I yield to his logos and his rhema. Which means I say, okay, God, I don't just go make decisions. I'm growing. I'm going to do what I want to do. No. I yield. I acknowledge. I say, okay, Lord, come on. Take my hand. Precious Lord. Uh-uh, do not say that. This is, uh-uh, this is not Harvest Missionary Baptist Church. 
Watch me. But then watch what it means. Look at the last part, y'all. Look at this part. We're done. To respect and follow. And those are two things, as a pastor, I got to be honest, Christians, you want to be respected and followed. But how well do you respect and follow? You want everybody else to be held accountable to the rules, but you. Y'all ain't going to say nothing right there. You want everybody else to be dealt with, but you don't want to be dealt with yourself. Open your mouth and say, but not anymore, not anymore. Say, Lord, I will respect and follow. So what does respect mean? Respect means, respect means I will honor. What does honor mean? I will adapt. Proof of honor is adaptation. So God says, if you're going to follow me, you adapt. Which means you don't tell me what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and where you're going and you grown and you sick of this and you tired of that and you're, uh-uh, I don't want to hear all that. Adapt. So if you have a bad hand that you got to play right now, adapt. God says adapt. That's proof of honor. And then follow. Because listen, you can hold my hand but stay right there. Give me your hand but just stay right there. So this is the struggle you feel. Because you won't, watch me, you want him to lead you but you don't want to follow. This is the same some of y'all struggle some of y'all have in relationships. Don't ask for a king if you want a boy. You see, if you want to run him, then you should have got you a boy that you can run. But if you want a king's can't be run. Oh, God. Come on, look at the baby clapping. Clap, baby, tell him. Y'all give her a hand. Excellent job. She's going to be here all week. Excellent job. Now, uh, now look, now look, now look, now look. Now look, he'll direct your path. He says, if you do this, I will direct your path. I'll, I'll, make, I'll tell you exactly where you need to go. This is how you can make decisions and not feel like, oh, my God, did I do the right thing? Oh, my God, am I in the right place? Oh, my God. Because God's like, no, even if it's not comfortable, you know it's right. Even, even if it doesn't feel good, you know it's right. Why? Because I yadad. <laughs> Even if I'm in pain after I yada, I don't question my yada because my yada got me to the right place. My, my yada got me on the right path. Me giving him permission got me on the right path. So even when it's difficult, watch me quitting on cross my mind. Why? Because I know I'm on the right path. Even when it's difficult, quitting isn't an option. Why? I know I'm on the right path. It's because I know I'm on the right path. Come what may. Come on, y'all. I just need to check this room on this Wednesday night. Are there any come what may people? What does that mean? Whatever comes, let it come. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to be. Let me check the room. Is there anybody that's had some stuff come at you and you didn't think you were going to beat it? You didn't think you were going to overcome it? But somehow God got you through it. I need you to release a come what may praise. I, hallelujah. Yeah. Should have been a statistic, but you beat it. Should have lost your mind, but you beat it. Should have been sleeping up under a bridge, but you come what may. Got me? So, look, so, so here's, here's what I taught you, and this is very important. Watch me, Christian people. It's very important that our language is right. Because a lot of Christians will say, God said. He didn't say nothing. He didn't say anything. In fact, Hebrew says when he speaks, he shakes. Shake. When he, when he speaks, he shakes everything that can be shaken. So that only that which cannot be shaken remains. Stop. B 
Be careful when you ask for his voice. Because an earthquake coming. Friends going to act funky with you. Family going to act funky with you. Your boss is all of a sudden going to change it up on you. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Watch me. It's, it, what's better, instead of he said, here's what it is, he led. And all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. So he led is better than he said. Because that's accurate. Because he didn't say anything. He led. He says, acknowledge me, I'll lead you. I'm not saying anything, you're just going to follow. And through the logos and the rhema, that's how I'm speaking. But I didn't specifically say, and thou shalt take this job. My daughter, I ordered thee to say yes. Click the button. That's not happening. It's not happening. That's not happening. That's not happening. And some of y'all, that's what you want. Because people have gotten into delusion and told themselves stuff like that and said it is God. That's why I taught you last week, it's going to be one of four voices speaking. You got to make sure it's his. Say, Lord, shut my ears. To any voice that's not you. Come on, let's bind that up in the spirit. God, we shut down any voice that would be contrary to you, any voice that would bring confusion, any voice that would cause us not to follow your logos and your rainbow. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would shut those voices down, that we would be immune to anything that's not like you. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. So look, the, the first is clumsiness. Second is ineptitude. It means lacking skill or uh, competence and competence. And then it means foolish. And I gave you these different, these, <laughs> these four fools <laughs> on Sunday. The Bible actually has multiple words for the word fool. The first fool was a kessel fool. Proverbs 26, 11, like a dog that returns to his vomit is a kessel that repeats his folly. This means you keep repeating the same cycles. Why? Because you are, watch me, because you're foolish. Watch me. God does not intend for your life to be cycle after cycle after cycle after cycle. If it is, we just found out what's really going on inside. Let me tell you what your heart is saying. Bow, wow, wow. Yippee, yo, yippee, yay. Bow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. And you ain't Snoop nor Dr. Dre. I was at a restaurant. This man looked at my card and it says, this is Dr. Formino. He says, so is that your, is that your stage name? I said, if you don't get your profile and self up out of here. I said, actually, it is. I got a new rap album coming up. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I, I, he literally said that. I was like, did you just say this out of your mouth? He said it. I know, right? Come on. Put it to you like this. He'll never say it again. All right, watch. Like a dog that returns to his vomit. Say, no unnecessary cycles. Or circles. So notice the Bible says the dog returns to you his vomit, which means it wasn't good then. It was a mess then. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. It was a, it's been a mess the whole time. Why? You couldn't even keep it down. Every time you digested it, you had to vomit up out of your mouth. And so now you had the bright idea, let's try again. 
The definition of insanity is to do the same thing expecting a different result. So a Kessel fool is a fool that thinks that I can do it the exact same way and get a different result. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? All right, watch me. Here's the next type of fool. A let's fool. A let's fool lets anything happen. They ignore the way of God. These are the Hebrew words. They ignore the way of God. Proverbs 22.10. Drive out the scoffer or the let's and contention will go away. Even strife and dishonor will cease. Everybody stop. The Bible says that this fool ruins what's around them. The Kessel fool goes back to their own mess. But the let's fool gets other people involved in their mess. Because they cause contention, they cause strife, and they cause dishonor. What is, what is dishonor? It means it's someone they are supposed to adapt to that they refuse to adapt to. All right? What is strife? Strife means there's a fight where there ought not be a fight. If you come into my house, we ain't fighting over whether or not you're taking your shoes off. If you ain't got to, talk right over there through the door. If that's your custom. Could you imagine somebody getting in your car and running your car? You need to, pee, you need to drive faster. You need to turn the air on. You need, you're going to look and say, let's. Uh. Strife means there's a fight where there ought not be a fight. Got it? Got it? There's fighting about stuff that ought not be fought about. You're fighting about stuff that's not going to advance you. You're fighting and there's no win to the fight. But a let's just wants to fight because fighting is what they do. A let's, if everything's good, they're going to find something to have an issue with. Everything can be perfect and a let's going to just clean us up. I'm winking at some of y'all. because When things get good for you, 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 you say to yourself, let's do something. Because this is too good. Can we have an honest conversation? How many of you, you can look back over your life in situations where when it got good, you turned into a let's. And you're like, mm. Mm -mm. ain't nothing wrong. Then something's wrong. Something, 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 something just ain't. Listen, that's Keith Sweat. Google it. Y'all need to know y'all's Bibles. My God. A let's fool is contentious. You say, stand up. Well, why we got to stand up? You say, sit down. Well, why we got to sit down? You say, clap your hands. Well, why we got to clap? You say, close your eyes. Well, I like my eyes open. Say, Lord, don't let me be a let's. Here's the third fool, a navel fool. Psalm 53.1. The fool says in his heart, the navel says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt, doing abominable iniquity. There's no one who does good. And there's three types of way that you are the navel fool. Number one, an atheist. An atheist says there is no God. And, and here, let me say this to those of you who are Christians, because maybe you're not, but in a few minutes, we're going to give you an opportunity to be one. Oh, we're going to hit 200 here before in the next. <laughs> In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. <clears throat> so watch. So, 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 so never get into a fight with somebody about beliefs. Because God is going to have to show them. 
something you're never going to be able to. They're going to face a situation in life. Where, where, watch me, they're going to say, listen, my, my intellect can't fix it. My money can't fix it. My degree can't fix it. They're going to find out there is no other way but God. And we pray right now over every person in your sphere that is unsaved, that is perhaps even an atheist or an unbeliever. And we call them into salvation right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, yes, Lord. I, so never fight, never fight with an atheist. Don't, don't fight. Just say, okay. He'll show you. Can't stop me from praying for you. But I'm just trying to say how this, how, listen, there, there's no, listen, you're trying to reason intellectually about something that has to be revealed spiritually. You'll find out. Because how many of us, watch me, how many of you even in here, even online tonight, you have moments where you have doubted. Come on, let's be honest. My hand's up. I'm like, I don't know. I ain't sure. And then he showed you, and you were like, forgive me for even playing. Uh-uh, let's shut the room. Where are the believers at that can say, listen, he has shown me far more than enough for me to ever doubt him. I know too much about him. Where y'all at? Shout, I'm a believer. I no, no, like this isn't even a discussion. He has shown you over and 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 over they shooting. Who shot? I didn't listen. Who took from? Uh, we came from primordial soup. Well, who put the Campbell's on? Well, we evolved from monkeys. You, can you show me one monkey that is in the midst of evolution? Well, it takes millions of years, but it ain't one that's in between. <laughs> you you want to be logical? Let's be logical. It's not one of them that's in the midst of their change. Not one? Y'all can't find one. It's quiet in the building tonight. Right, but I'm not fighting with you. That's fine. You don't, you don't, I'm not fighting with you. He'll show you. Some of you have family who came up with the Lord, who came up in church, who knew to serve, who knew to give, who knew to do all those things. And watch me, they started doing well. And when they started doing well, they started to think that they did it. This is why Jesus says this statement, it'll be hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom. There's it, it, no man saying that there was issue with being rich. He was saying, if you think you made you, it's going to be very difficult for you to submit to him. Not realizing that what you have, he gave you. See, I need you to never let your money come in between you and God. Never let your stuff come in between you and God. Don't you let your degree, your title, or your position, baby, everything you got, God gave it to you. And what did Job said, and the Lord give it, and it's the Lord that can take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What are you saying? Be good with what he gave you so he ain't got to take it. And then Christian atheists. What is a Christian atheist? That is someone who lives as if there is no God. So you're a Christian, but you just don't actually live like you believe that. We wouldn't know the difference. We wouldn't know the difference. And, and watch me. In your growth and development, can I be honest with you? In your development, the Lord, you will have moments where that is the technical definition that you fit. 
Because you believe, you just don't live like you believe. But I'm so glad that he didn't leave you. He didn't leave me. He didn't leave us in the midst of transition. I say it often, but it's good to me. I'm going to say it again. I may not be where I want to be, but is there anybody in the building or online that can say, but I can thank God that I'm not where I used to be. So look, and then the petty fool, not to be confused with someone that's petty. The petty fool, Proverbs 132, for the simple are killed by the turning away and the complacency of fools destroy them. Their inconsistency and their complacency, their inconsistency and their complacency. And we ended Sunday's message with this, but I wanted to hit this again tonight and just introduce a little new to you. Um, Because these are two areas where many Christians botch the instructions. It's because you become inconsistent with what worked. Giving got you six figures. You got it. Now you don't give. Right? Right? Serving got you your position. And now, uh, you don't play with me. Mm -mm. Right? 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 Honor got you to where you are. And now you get inconsistent with what got you what you have. Whatever you do to get it, you have to do to keep it. Say, Lord, make me consistent in the right things. And don't let me be complacent and begin to settle. Because here's what happens in many people's walk with the Lord. As you make some progress and then you settle. I'm good now. Bless him. Prayer hands. (laughs) Prayer emoji. I'm good. I'm, I'm settling. In fact, Bishop, don't preach a word that stretches me. Because you may not see me for a few weeks. Just, just I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm doing well. And God says, you became complacent, which makes you a petty fool. Because complacency says, I can't do any better. I've arrived. I am at the I I am the creme de la creme. I I am I am the best of the best. I can't get better. It don't get any better than me. And I have arrived. And God says, and that's what what? Look at the end of the verse. That's what destroys a petty fool. You don't even listen to the music now because you think I got this. You ain't Donna Summers. <laughs> What's that got to do with it? Maybe I'm just using an example. Right? Right? You you. You, you don't prepare. You, you, okay. Watch me. It's complacency. I'm good. I don't need the leader to be there on time. And so now you're praying in the Holy Ghost the whole time driving. Oh, look, I got several people standing there turning around. Y'all ever see people standing up and turning? That's something we used to do a while back. It just means, Lord, that's talking to me, and I believe it's a turnaround. Oh, wait a minute. Who believes that your next 12, you're going to see God turn some things around that's going to make them your best 12? If that's you, pop up and spit one time. Do it at your house. Pop up, spit one time. Pop up, spit one time. Pop up, why? I'm going to see God do something amazing in my next 12. Open your mouth and shout right there. Go. Hallelujah. Say, I will be consistent and never complacent. So here it is, here it is, so here it is. I 
only need a few ma- minutes to get this speech to you. So tonight's message is called, here's, here's, the, here's the series, American Idol. Y'all remember the show? I haven't watched since Paula Abdul was on, and truthfully, I didn't actually watch. I just knew she was on it. Watch. <laughs> watch me. And the title is the message. You ready for this? Because the idol most people have for themselves is themselves. You are an American idol. Put your nationality there. You're a Canadian idol. Ethiopian idol. Name something. A German idol. Pakistani idol. Indian idol. You are Kenyan idol most people have for themselves, y'all, is themselves. Now, now this is, stick with me. Um, when, I, when we talk about idolatry, we look at these fools that botch the instructions. Clumsiness and ineptitude. When we talk about idolatry, idolatry, most people think, well, I don't, you know, I don't worship pyramids. I don't worship, I don't have a Buddha in my house. I don't, you know, I don't worship the devil. I don't have a pentagram. Mm-mm, you got a picture of you. And I'm not knocking the picture of you. I'm just saying that, watch me, you have made you your idol. Uh Uh-oh. It's quiet. So you can never stop being complacent because you don't want to be nobody except like you. So if there's nothing to challenge you to be better, then it's easy to become complacent because the only thing you want to do is regurgitate the past version of your But I need you to open up your mouth and say, but not in my next 12. Look at Isaiah 2 and 8. A couple of quick scriptures. Their land has been filled with idols. They worship the work of their hands, that which their own fingers have made. Stick with me with this verse. God says, so not only is it you that becomes an idol, an idol is something that's an object of worship. But watch me. But then you've built some stuff. You now worship, look at the screen, the work of your hands. So you don't worship the king. You worship the work of your hands. You worship your marriage. It's an object of worship. It's quiet. You worship your job. It's quiet. You worship your children. So much so that if they say, I don't feel like going, you say, okay, son. The old four people saying, uh-uh, I heard them. <laughs> Whoever said that, I heard you all the way in here. You've built some stuff. You got some degrees now. It's graduation season. I, I've got my master's got my PhD. Awesome. But you think that that means that you too good to do this. I'm a six-figure earner. 
Let somebody else clean the toilets in the church. It's quiet in this building. I was prom queen of King High School, 1988, New Jack City. She said that, if you've ever seen the movie New Jack City, she said that being a crackhead. I need you to catch it. You worship the work of your hands and what you built and don't even see that you a whole idol. It's quiet, y'all. Why is it so quiet? All right, look at this scripture. Look at this scripture. Psalm 106 and 36. Because most scriptures say I don't have any idols. That's because your idol is you. Your idol is what you built. Your idol is what people think of you, which is why you are so concerned about what everybody says. They worship their idols. Please say the last part of the verse with me, which led to their downfall. So here's what God says. If you start doing this, I want you to just check and see what you've been doing is praising this. Worshiping you, your attitude, what you want. I'm drunk. Why you got to bounce like that, though? <laughs> like, what you bouncing for? I'm grown. Listen, like, like what are you what, what? I'm a single mom. So you worship at the altar of single momhood as if you're the only one you need to be grateful that he trusted you. Listen, God put a vote of confidence in you because he knew that you would be able to do the job of two. But he never intended for that to become an altar that you worship at. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? All right, so watch me. So watch me. So, so real quick, there's a scripture in Proverbs chapter 6. There's a scripture in Proverbs chapter number 6 that I want to show you, where it's easy to begin to see how we can become American idols. How many of you, and I just want to say this real slow, I'm going to speed it up. I don't like talking slow. I don't. Even when people talk slow in meetings, or on phone calls, like if you don't say that faster, <laughs> Get to the point. So what do we need to do? Well, you know, see, what I want to say, if it would say it. Okay, excuse me. I just had to just get that out. Everybody watch this. Everybody watch this. I, I want to show you some areas where if we begin to look, we can see what we have made ourselves an idol. We've made what we've built an idol. You've made, watch me, who you've become. An idol. So now you elevate yourself. 
looking like Lady Eloise. You Elvis. It's another movie. I just got movies in my spirit tonight. All right. So watch this. Watch this. We're almost done. These six things. How many of them? Can I get everybody? Just give me six. These six things the Lord hates. Oh, my. What you're going to find interesting is a lot of what so-called Christians say God hates. He didn't say he hated. Uh-oh, got quiet. What you're about to see is a lot of stuff that so-called Christians say God don't like. He never even looked at it. These six things the Lord hates. Hates is the Hebrew word sane, S-A-N-E, which means God is an enemy to these things because they hurt us. So when it says God hates him, God is like, I don't like that because of what it does to you. And real love says, listen, I love you, so I don't like what that's doing to you. See, watch me, everybody, listen. Be careful that you don't trade fake love because, watch me, because it's not confrontational love. <laughs> confrontational love will say, this is a problem and it's an issue and we got to do something about this because it's hurting you. Fake love will watch it hurt you to only watch you come complain about the fact that it hurts you when they could have interrupted it from hurting you in the first place. Open your mouth and say, no fake love in my next will. He says, indeed, seven are repulsive to him. Here it is. Bad habits that become idols is what that word repulsive means in Hebrew. All right, so you see it? You see the message? Say American Idol. God says, these seven things are bad habits that can become idols. And you wouldn't even know it unless I told you. So guess what we're going to do? I'm going to tell you. All right. Here's the first one, a proud look. All right, a proud look. We're not to lies yet, but that's good, though, a proud look. Proud look is the attitude that makes one overestimate themselves and discount others. We're reading from Amplified. That's why it's in brackets. God says, a proud look says you overestimate you and you reduce others. So you'll say stuff like this. I'm the only good one on this team. For real? It's, 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 go get my robes. I didn't know this was Catholic church tonight. I'm just, <laughs> too hot. I, 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 you overestimate yourself. You talk about yourself as if you're not a part of the thing you were sent to help fix. I hate my team at work. Well, what you there for? What you come for if you ain't going to make it better? Could it be that God gave you the worst team so he put you on it so that you can help lift everybody else up? But because of your proud look, you're looking down on people when instead you need to be lifting people up. Open your mouth and say, I'm a lifter. I feel like preaching now. Open your mouth and say, I'm a lifter. Because the one you look down on, I started, I started in ministry playing drums. Started ministry playing drums. And I, and I wasn't that good when I first started. I got amazing. I was amazing. People would tell me it was amazing. They'd never seen anything like it. I'm just, it's a joke. It's true, though. But no, but no, so, but no. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Stop. So, so I saw him And I remember, I remember one time at this service, um, one time at this service, they, they, they were doing Speak to My Heart, Holy Spirit, by Donnie McClurkin. And they were doing this, and I thought they was doing the album version. So I played it a little faster. I, you know what? I was, doing, I was doing that. But they wanted it slower. That's what happened. 
That's what happened to church. They wanted it real slow. And, I, and, so, and so I couldn't hear. It was a it little, 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 little bitty um, Pentecostal church, which means no monitor. You just got to know what they're doing. They had no speakers. You just got to be able to hear in the spirit. And so they had that. So I didn't know they wanted to do it slow. So the passing is by, so she, she, they were on the front row. And so go do it real fast, do the fast row. And then, so he's like, but don't, but don't immediately fix it. Because I couldn't hear. So it got a little off for just a couple of seconds. And so they doing all of this and making all kind of faces and doing all this kind of thing. And then eventually she just came over there and got behind the drums and got me up off the drums. And just messed my little heart up. And I told a singer, watch me, I told a singer, I was like, hey, I thought you wanted the fast first. And I said, I couldn't hear nothing. I said, oh, no, don't worry about it. Watch me. You have to be careful when you have a proud look. Watch me, because those same people applied to work for me last year. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful when you have a proud look. Open your mouth and say, Lord, I will not have a proud look. Because who you look down on today, you might have to get something from tomorrow. I feel sorry for the people that looked down on you and thought you were less than and thought you were never going to make it, baby. Because won't God turn the tables? On? Won't he do it, y'all? Remember, love. You got to be careful. Because I felt so hurt. Check this out. Say, not a proud look. We've all been guilty of that. Let's come on. Say, Lord, forgive me for having a proud look, for making an idol out of myself. Because here's the flip side. In that moment, what got hurt? My ego. Because I'm like, you'd have unseated me in front of these 10 people in here. <laughs> you didn't unseated me. And I just, I mean, I literally, I just was like, like, praise the Lord. I was like. So watch me. While there was a proud look, what did I discover in that moment? That I had made an idol out of my musicianship. So when I got checked, Y'all ain't going to talk. So when I got checked, instead of saying, thank you for checking me, I withheld from him. Y'all, this is too real. I withheld. See, some of y'all, watch me. You've made an idol out of you, so the moment you get checked, all of a sudden, I'm just not sure if my season is. Your season ain't changed. You got checked, and you need to get your idolatry self sitting down somewhere and follow the instructions. Look at this. I, I got to move. I'm out of time. A lying tongue. Now, can we be honest? Watch this. This is going to blow your mind. Thank you, Mike. How many of you know you're a liar? Ain't nobody going to put their hand up. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Come on. Come on, honest people. I love it. Listen, y'all hear me like, I ain't lying in church, Bishop. You just had no proud look. Here's what I love about that. When we're real, we can heal. Ain't no need to ever be shamed when you come into the house of God or when you're streaming. Somebody say, when I'm real, I can heal. I only need a couple minutes to be out here. Look at this. There's over 30 types of lies. 
And the most, the most frequently practiced lies, watch me, are deflecting. Deflecting is when you avoid the subject. Were you at Keisha's house last night? Girl, why ain't there no food in this house? Omission. You omit what makes you liable. I'm going to use that same enough. Were you at Keisha's house last night? Baby, I love you. And, and I drove around the city. It was a beautiful night. That's all I did. A pathological liar. We've seen this in America recently. Right? Well, you just deny reality. You a whole lie. The whole, you don't even live here. <laughs> this deny reality. Did you go to Keisha's house last night? I don't even know no Keisha. And watch me. Now, look, now folk good. Now, look. So this ain't you with Keisha at the... <laughs> I'm just using that as an example. All right, all right, exaggeration. You're a sensationalist. Uh-oh. <laughs> Got to be careful, you sensationalist. I'm going to do a sensationalist altar call in the church tonight. Because <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I didn't see what happened. What happened? You, just, you turned around. Come on here. Because <laughs> it's sensationalist. Were you at Keith's house last night? You know what? I knew something was going on because my TV had started flickering. James called me, and then after James called me, then all of a sudden, you know, you know, I knew something was going on, and then I got an email, and my phone blacked out. And I checked the gas tank, and when I checked the gas tank, the hand was here last night. But see, it's here. Somebody been doing something. Mm -mm. I don't know what's going but something is going on. I, I don't know what's happening, but I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Sensationalists, you got fake Facebooks, fake Instagrams, fake Snapchats. You lurking on people. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. <laughs> All right, look at this next one. Dismissal. Now, listen. Okay, listen. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Come on. How many of you know you've deflected? Come on. All of us. If you're not raising your hand, you're lying now. Online, you didn't remember. Omission, you omit it. We've done that. <laughs> you did not tell the part that made you liable. <laughs> Who did this? James was in here. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> did you touch the light panel? <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> All right, pathological. How, come on. How many of you can be honest? You deny reality. You knew they didn't want you and you denied it. Listen. You knew you didn't want them and you denied it. Listen. You know you weren't going to get it done by 8 o'clock. We've all done it. We've all done it. All right, exaggeration. We've all done that. We've all been sensationalists at some point where it was a whole conspiracy. We've all done it. We've all <laughs> and the ones not saying that, you're the biggest conspiracy theorist in the whole building and online. All right, here's this next one. Dismissal. These, these last two are my favorite two. These last two are my favorite two. 
Because dismissal. Were you at Keisha's house last night? Why would I go to Keisha's? That's not the question. Tell me why I would do that. Parents with your kids, did you get your homework done? Tell me why I'd want an F. Like, why would I want to fail? You tell me. I mean, I'm the one asking the question. And here's this last one. Here's this last one. Here's this last one. Lying to keep the peace. White lies. White lies. Oh, God. I'm just going to move on because... God says uh, these things become idols. Because why do we do all of this to avoid the truth? Why do we want to avoid the truth? Because we've made an idol out of a lie. We made an idol out of a lie. And God says, I hate this. This is repulsive to me. That you would rather keep the peace instead of introduce the truth that would give an opportunity to fix it. Come on, y'all. I need you to open your mouth and say, Lord, forgive me for my lying tongue. Come on, let's just take four seconds, y'all. Father, forgive us for our lying tongue where we practice any type of lie. Father, forgive us for making an idol out of a lie. And we declare we will be those that live in truth. In Jesus' name. All right, here we go. Hands that shed innocent blood. We're back to the scripture. I'm almost done. Y'all all right? I'm almost done. Hands that shed innocent blood. This means you harm others without cause. You don't like somebody and you harm them without cause. You had somebody come against you and you're like, what is your problem with me? God is like, this, I hate that. He says, I hate that. He says, I hate that because that's against you because you're going to have to reap what you sowed. Say, Lord, come on, let's pray it. Say, Lord, cause me not to harm without cause. Last two verses and we out. A heart that creates wicked plans. Wow. Heart in scripture means mind. Wicked uh, uh, plans. Check this out. A heart that creates wicked plans. God says, if you sit up and plot evil against somebody, say, let me tell you what I'm going to do. God says, if you plot evil and wicked stuff against people, I'm going to catch him off guard. Look at it. It's quiet. If you plot evil, God says, I hate that. Watch me. Look at this next one. Feet that run swiftly to evil. Evil means contrary to you. So this means you run to what's not good for you. And God says that becomes an idol. You run to what's not good for you. Like you trying to you trying to be sober and you run into the bar. And I'm not judging you. No judgment. I'm just saying, how you gonna get sober? And this is four beers. This is two pina coladas. It's just seven margaritas. I'm not judging you. <laughs> Cause you got you came to a happy hour. Listen. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. No judgment. What I'm saying is. 
But you see how you get. But you see how you act. It's got quiet. Apparently, we got a drinking spirit in the building. Y'all got silent on me right there. Y'all looking at me like. Bishop, talk about lying some more. It's been a rough year, Bishop. I had coronavirus, these children. Listen, just Bishop, 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 man of God. Y'all got silent on me. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. You know when you get around those friends, you become a gossip. And so you run. This is between me and you. This cannot lead a circle. They're going to lead the circle. Whatever people will do with you, they'll do to you. So he said, this stays in this room uh, until it's out the room. You run to what's evil. Say, Lord, cause me not to run to what's evil. Last verse, verse 19. You ready? And I'm getting ready to close. A false witness who breathes out lies. So this is different than a lying tongue because a lying tongue is about you. Watch me. This one who breathes out lies, this means you're lying about others. And watch what the scripture says, even half-truths. So when you're telling your story, you're talking about how bad they were, but you don't talk about what you did. Come on, Wednesday, I'm almost done. You, you talk about how dirty they did you, how ratchet it was, how messed up. You don't tell the part about how you was. Here's the last one, and this one is so important, Christians. Matter of fact, I'm going to let you read it. And one who spreads discord, rumors amongst brothers. Look at all these rumors in town. I need the lyrics. I don't know what to look for. Come on, lift your hands and worship. <laughs> you got to have fun in church. Watch me. God says, you know what I hate? God says, here's what I hate. I hate when you say what you don't know to be factual to somebody else, and now there's discord. Come. And, uh, come. 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 Won't you come? Okay, here we go. All right, that's good. Okay, that's good. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Watch this. Discord. So watch me. So you have loyalty. Loyalty should always come. Loyalty. Right? So here's what here's what rumors is. Go back to the scripture for me real quick. Right? Who spreads discord, rumors amongst brethren. That doesn't just mean literal brothers, that means people that are connected. So here's what happens. So so then we're we need some cleanup music. Right? All right, all right. Because when you do this, you make messes. 
Somebody's got to come clean it up. So, 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 so watch me. Let's spread discord. So now we connected. So here's what this person does. They stick their hand in here. Not with facts. With I heard's. Don't you think? I wouldn't have nobody talking to me like that. You wouldn't because you don't know how to submit numbers. You, you wouldn't understand the order if it looked you in the face and said, I'm order. So now the connection is broken, watch me, by something that's not even real. Don't you, watch me. Don't, don't let, let me say this as a pastor to his church. Don't you let no rumor separate me from you. Watch me. Don't let rumors, Harvest, get in between us. One of my favorite movies is Soul Food. And in Soul Food, Big Mama Joe said, one finger pointing the blame can't have no impact. I'm saying it like Mama Joe said. She said, but when you ball up all of them fingers into a fist, you can strike a mighty blow. This family got to be that fist. Harvest got to be that fist. I pray for your family. It's got to be that fist. You and your children, it's got to be that fist. You business owners and your team, it's got to be that fist. You husband and wives, you got to be that fist. Come on, somebody say, we got to be that fist. There's discord. So watch what happens. So now, what happens is then you figure, well, I'm gonna weep, I'm gonna do something over here. Now you connected over there. Here's what I found out about people and clicks. The clicks they leave you for won't last. So for a moment, because I need to minister to somebody where you're like over here. You the one over here. No just cause. Because discord has been spread. And you're like, I'm just over here. And discord has been spread. And who should have made it right. It's not on me to make it right when you the one. That's responded to a rumor. I'm talking to somebody tonight. So now this person standing up. Anybody been this person over here? You're over here, and then, and then now you got this, and now they over there, and they're doing their little kiki kiki, and they're doing their little thing, and you're like, well, God, what's what's up with this? God says, listen, I need you to realize something. Watch me. I'm setting you up for, for Sunday. Every level up requires a test. while what they did was wrong I'm testing you to see how you are going to handle it because this right now is not even about them who am I talking to tonight this is about you because I got something on my mind I want to give to you I want to release to you and if you get caught up with this mess and this drama you're going to make an idol out of these people an idol out of their acceptance an idol what they say, and I'm trying to bless you. And I need to see if you can be the survivor. 
if you don't say amen to that, the way I just alley-ooped that, I need to see if you're going to be the one that can survive. I need to see if you're going to be the one where people can lie on you and you still walk with your back straight and your head up and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. You know they run in their mouth, but you still give them glory. You're still kind. You're still nice. You still pray for them. You still give. You are the survivor. Say, I am the survivor. Hey, I am the I am the saying. So listen, everybody on your feet, we're going home. Order Waffle House. Thank you. Can I get you to stand? Here's about eyes closed real quick. In this building online, if you need to become a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you give your life to the Lord, if you've not been faithful to him, come back to him tonight. Third, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things are, Lord God, but I want to be sure tonight. If that's you, you're in this building, I'm on three, I'm going to count to three. As you raise your hand online. I'm going to ask for you to simply do the hand wave emoji to say it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure you're a survivor. <laughs> I set you up for Sunday so good because you don't even realize this test wasn't even about them. It was about how you were going to handle it. It wasn't even about what came against you. It was about how you were going to handle it. And you are the hand with emoji and say it's me can I get everybody to pray this with me say father thank you for dying in my place because of this belief because of this confession if this is my first time praying this I am now a Christian if I was far from you I am reconnected to you if I was not sure I am sure tonight things are right with you and I I am saved from myself I am saved from hell more importantly I get you, I get you, walk with me, lead me, I yada you, direct me, Lord, and my next 12 will be my best 12, in Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, take out your phone, in the building and online, text the word decision to 877-552-4746 if you want. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. 
One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.